Welcome to the Healthy Habits Podcast. How do working parents like us not only find time to take care of our families, build a successful career, and contribute to society, and at the end of the day still make time to take care of ourselves so we can be better parents, better coworkers, friends, and live a more fulfilled life? How do we learn to balance it all? The secret is in your habits, and it all begins with your health. Find your answers for balance here on the Healthy Habits Podcast. Yay! Hello, hello, my healthy friends. So happy to have you here with me. I am sitting in our new home. We've been here for about a month, and I am just so thankful for how everything has fallen into place. Uh, It doesn't mean things have been easy by any means, but... uh, It really has been a blessing from God to see how things have unfolded, especially uh, within the last few weeks of of the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, having uh, penetrated our everyday routines and things like that. Um, I am just thankful to be where we are. So uh, because of that, I wanted to share some things with you um, that I have found. These five things are more important than ever because of what is going on, Um, because of the the challenges that we face now and in the future, because people, this, this is not going away anytime soon. And so this is really important for us to, um, to apply to our personal lives so that we can help take care of others and better take care of others because of the things that we do personally, right? Um, I talk about this all the time. And and uh, if you're a regular listener, which I hope you are, and if not, uh, I hope you become a regular listener. Um, there are There are things that we want to do to help other people that we can only do if we help ourselves first. Uh, And one of those things is our health, taking care of our health. So there are five things that I want to share with you. And some of them you will have already heard of if you have um, listened to previous podcasts. Um, But these five things are number number one, first... Distancing yourself yet staying connected. How do we do that uh, in the middle of this pandemic? In light of everything that is going on, people are still, we are not taking this seriously because we want to still stay connected with people. We still want to maintain some sort of sanity, right, with our everyday routines and things, but those have been pushed to the side um, to to protect ourselves and to protect our our country, to protect each other. So how do we stay connected yet distance ourselves for safety purposes? Um, And then four other things we talk about sleep um, and talk about nutrition, talk about stress, and then talk about exercise and what all of these things mean um, during this challenging time. Have you ever wanted to make a podcast? Have you ever had ideas in your head and you just need to get them out now? A podcast is a great way to do that. And the best platform I have found 
is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. I mean, that's like that's like top of the line, right? You, if you're going to make a podcast and you don't have any money to invest in anything to get your voice heard right now, free is the best is the only way to do it. So there's that. Then there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So no need to worry about fancy gadgets or uh, making sure that you're even sitting down at a computer when you want to get your thought out and publish your podcast. Or if you are with another friend and you want to, you know, um, interview someone or um, share a thought while you're on the road, doing it right from your phone is really an advantage. I can't tell you how, um, how easy it has made my life um, when trying to publish a podcast. So I am so thankful to have um, Anchor as our sponsor for our show today. And if you are ready to make your podcast and let your voice be heard, go to anchor.fm and sign up today for your free account. So let's talk about each of these five things. Um, let's talk first about distancing yourself, social distancing, right? Because this is, this is the way we eradicate a disease, um, the best way we eradicate a disease, even, even better so than medication, right? Because it is unsure what, um, what... Um, what are those called? Um, immunizations, what the after effect will, will be or how long it will take them to find a safe one or, you know, to create a safe one. So social distancing will help to flatten this curve more than anything else. So how do we stay connected? Well, thanks to technology, we have, um, we have amazing ways of staying connected, but I don't think that that's enough. So we have, Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Marco Polo, we have Snapchat. I don't know all of the ways that, that um, especially teenagers keep in touch, um, you know, keep connected with people. But I think too often we just scroll through people's posts and we post things, but we're not really staying connected to people. So how do we stay connected? Well, first of all, in FaceTime, uh, I mean, in Facebook, there's there's, um, there's Facebook messenger and you can call people, you can video chat, you can just chat by phone. If you don't have your own cell phone, those are great ways of staying connected. Uh, Instagram has Instagram video. Um, Marco Polo is a great app. I feel like to be able to send people messages back and forth, um, kind of like text messaging, but at least you get to speak with someone and you get to hear their voice and those connections to people are, are things that we, we're missing, right? When we social dis distance, uh, we, when we distance ourselves socially from people, um, there is FaceTime if you have an Apple phone and there is Google chats. Um, there are, there are, um, ways to stay connected, um, without having to get close to people. Oh, and there's Zoom. So this is something that both my kids have experienced with school and that we did recently on Sunday with our family, which I really enjoyed. Um, so we had, 
um, six families um, on a Zoom call at once just to check in and see how people were doing. But in this way, we could all talk. Now, we live in New Jersey, in the state of New Jersey. Um, I have a sister-in-law that lives in Arkansas. I have a brother who lives in Utah. My parents-in-law live in Utah as well. Um, My parents-in-law live in Utah. And so to be able to stay connected in our various locations without having to leave the comforts of home help us to practice social distancing, but help us to still stay connected as a family. And I'm really thankful for that. So if you go to Zoom, it's free. You don't have to have a pro account to connect up to 45 people or up to 40 people, something like that. It's really, really simple. And so... Um, for that simple purpose of staying connected, but staying distant from each other to keep each other safe. Um, this is a great way to stay connected. Now my kids use zoom both for school and uh, they use Google chats. Their teachers will download videos and then they will set up office hours so that they can join in on a classroom, um, or on a, you know, on a web video um, room so that they can stay connected with their classmates, with their, um, with their teachers and help them during this time where they don't stay connected to the people that, um, they go to school with if it's people other than their friends. Now, because we moved here just recently, my kids are connected to their classmates, but they don't have as good of friends as they did when we left Utah. So being able to stay close to them uh, is really important, both their friends in Utah and their classmates here because they are feeling more isolated. So these are all great ways of staying connected. And if you have another way that you stay connected, um, please share that uh, in a comment or go to our Facebook page, go to... uh, Life in Balance, so it's uh, Amy Carter, actually it's Life in Balance is the name of the group, and join the group so that you can stay connected to people, uh, like-minded people, and share how you stay connected to other people, um, so we can all offer support uh, and create friendships and bonds that way. Uh, So that is how we stay connected while practicing social distancing. Now, the next one I want to talk about is sleep. And this one, you know, we have talked about the SOS plus E factors. This one is more important than ever, people. Um, My friends, I want you to really consider um, your mental state and how much your sleep or lack thereof really, really influences this. Um, So you need sleep to recover from stressful situations which include exercise. We've talked about that, how stress, um, there's positive stress and negative stress and sleep will help you to recover from that stress. This is why people often who suffer from depression and anxiety, they sleep all the time because this brings, uh, not only it gives them an outlet, but it helps to set 
balance to uh, an imbalance of chemicals. Um, and so sometimes we find that we may be experiencing more negative stress during, especially during this time. So your sleep is really, really important. Um, and here are some ways that you can, you can, um, practice some things that you can practice so that you can improve your sleep during a highly, highly stressful time. Um, the first thing is don't, don't, um, you know, disconnect from your electronics an hour before you go to bed. That is something that I have found is more important uh, than ever. Um, I have found myself connecting to my phone earlier in the mornings and then it just messes up my routine. Um, and I find that because my routine is messed up, I don't, I, I am not paying as close attention when I go to bed. And so I really want you to pay attention to that as you, as you, um, practice things that will help you to sleep better at night. Um, so disconnect from your phone, from TV, pick up a book, um, do some deep breathing, um, sit in, you know, just sit with a cup of tea, um, listen to music, something like that instead of staring at a screen because that just will not help you to sleep better. So that's something I'm drinking a warm cup of milk. Uh, and that sounds totally strange to some of you, I'm sure. Uh, but drinking a warm cup of tea or milk, something with no caffeine, um, the milk is a great way because it has protein in it, which will help you to stay asleep longer. And actually the rise in, um, the rise in, I'm sorry, my screen disappeared. <laughs> the rise in, in your sugar levels, uh, the rise in sugar, when you eat that, when you drink that just before you go to bed will actually drop, um, when you're sleeping. And so you will, um, it will help to regulate cycles though. Don't drink too much sugar before you go to bed because it disrupts your cycles due to hormone imbalance. So if you drink that warm milk, here's a, re here's a great recipe for warm milk that will help you to sleep better. Um, warm eight ounces of milk on the stovetop. Don't do it in the microwave because it changes the consistency. It changes the chemical balance. Add a teaspoon of maple syrup and add a dash of nutmeg and drink that before you go to bed. It is so delicious. My kids ask for it all the time, but they, they can't have it all the time because we have to preserve our milk. <laughs> um, so anyway, that hopefully those things and then sleep in a completely dark room and a cold room. So if you have electrical tape, tape down your, your curtains so that light is not getting in, um, buy blackout curtains if you can to help reduce the light in your room, cover with electrical tape, cover your, um, fire alarms, your smoke alarms, your smoke detectors with electrical tape. So those bright lights or, um, like I used to have a light on the wall that showed me where the light switch was. And that light was so, so bright that I could see it reflecting off the walls. It drove me crazy. So cover it with electrical tape or duct tape. Um, electrical tape comes off easier, more easily. So uh, cover those things up. Sleep in a dark and a cool room. 
um, instead of it being at uh, 72 degrees or whatever you have your temperature set at, set it at 68 um, or lower if you can stand lower. Um, that lower temperature will help your body um, to sleep deeper. And that deep sleep is what we're looking for. Uh, so on to your nutrition. Your nutrition is so very, very important right now more than ever because you influence your children's, your family's, your coworkers' choices, believe it or not. Now, our genetics are predisposed to certain maladies, certain sicknesses, certain diseases, uh, certain negativities, and we'll fight or support them based on, based heavily on your diet or lifestyle. So the things you can add to your diet, your eating habits today, and things you can remove are these things. Now, I know you know that eating vegetables is really important, but we often wonder how we can do that at every meal and not overload ourselves. I am here to tell you, friends, that it is not as difficult as we make it out to be. And dinner time does not have to be the only time you eat vegetables. Yesterday, I set out a tray of veggies for my kids to eat, and they were so happy that they had something on hand and they didn't have to think about it. You can do the same for yourself and for your family to make it easier for vegetables to be readily available and to help you find a solution to things instead of running to the pantry or to the refrigerator or the freezer and grabbing that tub of ice cream that you didn't want to eat right then and there, but it was the only thing you could find that sounded good. Now we say that it sounded good to us because we think that we were thinking of it beforehand, but it's when we see something that we make that decision. And so if we can place something in our environment that helps us see what we can eat, then we can help ourselves make better choices down the road. Um, this is why I prepare salads beforehand and put them in the refrigerator. And I put them in a clear container so that I can see what is in the refrigerator instead of having to open each container and making a decision every time I do so. Those decisions weigh on us and eventually we become fatigued and we reach for the next best thing, which is usually not something that supports our goals or our lifestyle and especially supports our immune system and our health at this critical time in our country and in our world. Um, so I want you to think about those things as you are as you are preparing your meals today, as you are preparing your meals for the week, what things can you prepare beforehand to help your children, to help yourself uh, as you go to work? What can you prepare that will help you to automatically make those good decisions? Can you cut up carrots and put dip in a small container and have them ready in the refrigerator so you can take them with you as a snack? Can you create your own trail mix so you don't have to worry about um, spending extra money to buy trail mix or 
um, creating it right then and there, which takes more energy and thus we are less likely to do it. Um, these are all things that can help us. You can fill a water bottle and put a water bottle in the refrigerator so you don't have to go back to fill up a water bottle. Do you hear what I'm telling you, my friends? This is, these are ways to prepare to help make future decisions easier. So take a little time today, just a half an hour, which means one less Netflix episode. Don't, um, you know, don't sacrifice your good laughing, your belly laugh episodes that you watch, but you don't need to binge watch. So take one of those episodes and take that time to prepare those meals, prepare those snacks for you to make healthier choices down the road, because this is so very important right now for you and for your family and for your coworkers. Less sugar means more energy down the road. If you can prepare healthy foods, healthy meals, healthy snacks for you right now. So friends, now you know how to get your nutrition on during COVID-19, this COVID-19 pandemic. Um, the last two I want to talk about are stress and exercise. Now stress is probably out of control right now, right? You feel more stressed than ever because either you are working from home or you are an essential worker, uh, an essential, you know, you have an essential career. Like my husband, for example, works in healthcare. He is working 60 to 70 hours each week since this outbreak in helping the operations of hospitals and clinics to see more patients um, and his stress is through the roof. So something that he taught me the other day and reminded me of how very important this is in reducing our stress and managing our stress during this time is he sat down. First of all, that is something that we can do is we can sit down and take deep breaths. He sat down to just decompress he didn't want to do anything else. He just sat on the couch. He actually just laid down on the couch and took a few deep breaths. The next thing he did was he pulled out his phone and he went to YouTube or wherever he gets notifications from. And he watched a few Jimmy Fallon um, um, segments where Jimmy Fallon was filming things from his home um, or things from the past that he's filmed. And he just had a few good laughs. That was something that I realized I was missing. And so I want to share this with you is, is his stress levels may be high, but I think he may be managing it better than I am. So to manage your stress better, first of all, take a few deep breaths, sit down and decompress and think about three great things, three of the best things that happened today. So uh, a coach, someone that I follow that I really appreciate, talked about this in, a, um, in an episode, in a podcast of his, his is called, it's called Cody Builds a Business and he's a business coach. Um, and he, he talks about um, the three best things or three things that you can be thankful for. And, and I do this too right? We coach people on being thankful first. 
So the three things you can be thankful for today, think of what those things are um, and take a few deep breaths. And after you do that, um, find something that you can laugh about, whether that is um, playing with your kids, if that is, uh, you know, finding on YouTube, like I said, um, a few things or a show on Netflix that really creates a belly laugh. Um, do that because that induces hormones, uh, the feel-good hormones, and something that we may be truly lacking in our day-to-day uh, with this pandemic going on. Um, and then the second thing, uh, the last thing that I think you can do to reduce stress is what I said before, is go out and play with your kids. Give yourself something else to focus on, a distraction that really creates a meaningful, that's really done meaningfully, right? So we have social media and that is a distraction, a total distraction in and of itself. But if you can create a meaningful distraction where um, you are building connections with people, and we've talked about staying connected, um, but often we don't, th- you know, we don't think of staying connected to the people who are right in our own home. Um, and, and because you may not be able to go out with your spouse or your, your significant other, you, you may not be able to go out and do fun things with your kids. Um, do something meaningful with them. Sit down and play a board game. Uh, sit down and draw or color together. Do something where you can focus on um, creating that meaningful or building that meaningful relationship. So these are three things that you can do to help manage and reduce your stress today in our society. My friends, if you are ready to focus on your health and upgrade your time, body, and life more so now than ever, I want you to go to 28dayjumpstart.com and join our 28-day challenge. Um, it's, 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 28dayjumpstartchallenge.com. 28 days of focused, concerted effort for you to upgrade your relationships, your health, get your nutrition on, help you to improve your sleep and your stress, and all while staying connected with people who are working on the same goals, the same things as you are. So if you are interested in doing that, go to 28dayjumpstartchallenge.com and register today because spots are filling up fast and we do this every 28 days. So if you don't do this for April, you're going to have to wait until May. Um, And I really think that now is more important than ever to focus on your health and get yourself in a good place so that you can be in a better place to help your family, to help your coworkers, to help lead your community in a time when there's so much uncertainty going on, your health and wellness and your way to be a leader and influence others in health and wellness is um, right here at your fingertips. You just have to invest the time in yourself um, to then be able to lead and help others invest in their, in themselves. Because remember, a healthy we begins with a healthy me. So go to 28dayjumpstartchallenge.com and register today. 
Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I hope this leaves you feeling more empowered and excited to start practicing just one healthy habit. The most effective way to make your habits stick is to share them. So please share with me on Facebook or Instagram what you are going to do so I can offer support and help hold you accountable. Heaven knows we all need that. Then share this podcast and your new healthy habit with a friend so you can increase the number of people in your corner cheering you on and also make a difference by contributing to someone else making a positive change in their lives because a healthy we begins with a healthy me. Yes, it all starts with you. Make it a great day, my friend.